What's up, guys? Welcome to TMI Podcast, Technology and Media Information. This is episode three here with Dennis. We've got Zach. What's up, guys? It's Zach. How you doing? And we got Brennan, too. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this TMI Podcast, it seems we've got news about Captain Marvel. We've got the Oscars. We've got Pokemon Direct. And we've got a bunch of tech news. That's right, boys. The Galaxy Fold has already become obsolete. Learn more later on. All right. Uh, I'm going to begin with my Pokemon news. So uh, there was a new Pokemon Direct today that uh, it only like aired for like seven minutes, but they did release a new Pokemon game. It's called Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's pretty cool. looks pretty great. Have you guys seen it yet? Yeah, I watched the Direct, and uh, I'm really excited for a Pokemon on the Switch. I know they came out with Pokemon Eevee and Pikachu uh, earlier last year, or later last year, earlier this year in that context. But I'm excited because this seems like a fully-fledged, fully, fledged, fully uh, Pokemon game on the Switch. I'm very excited. I love Pokemon. Um, yes, this is going to actually, this is going to be, it's completely different from Let's Go and Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. It's going to be more back to the traditional Pokemon, uh, you know, sort of formula where you start out with the uh, you know, starter of what you choose. So right now the starters are Score Bunny, which is a fire bunny looking ass. We've got uh, Sobble, which is a water lizard spinning boy. And then we've got Grookey, which is a monkey grass Pokemon. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. So is this gonna be like uh, like your typical Pokemon game? Go around to the different villages and catch stuff, or is it gonna be another Pokemon Go clone? This is gonna be a um, completely uh, original Pokemon. So think of like you know red and blue. So we got a new region. It is called the Galar region. Um, they are introducing the new generation. So this is gonna be a entirely new generation of Pokemon. It looks great from what I've seen so far of the uh, gameplay that they showed off of the Direct because they, they're using the, the functionality, like the, uh, the hardware of, of the Switch, and it's like, it looks really good, impressive. It's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this, too, because uh, I think my favorite Pokemon was Pokemon uh, Platinum. That had the best one. And usually in Pokemon games, Zach, you, like, uh, you go around collecting gym badges, and then once you go that, you go to the big boys called the Elite Four, but it's probably something different. I haven't picked up a Pokemon game about like two years, so I don't know if they changed it up a bit, but that's usually what you do. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited, because uh, it looks like they're bringing back uh, a lot of Pokemon from a lot of different regions in this game, so you're going to have a wide selection of a lot of things. Yeah, um, I, you're not wrong. Uh, my favorite Pokemon is actually also Pokemon Platinum, uh, Diamond, and Pearl. And, um, hey! All right. Hey! Yeah. So, um, uh, I think the only Pokemon game that was like off of the formula was the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. They're trying to use like the Pokemon Go mechanics, but uh, the ones after that or before that, like Sun and Moon, they use the same like formula. But yeah, it's it, I'm I'm pretty hyped. It looks like a great game. Sweet. Yeah. The uh, the only Pokemon game I've played through was Blue for the uh, the uh, Game Boy Classic. I had it. For Game Boy Color, I guess I had it and I played it on my Game Boy Advance. So, but it was fun. I liked it. I'm sure the new ones are far better. But yeah, I like the format of Blue. It's fun. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, this game is supposed to be is apparently being released late 2019. Um. But they also said that they have uh, other stuff incoming for Pokemon in general. So I'm kind of you know kind of interested to see what they're coming up with. Any final thoughts on Pokemon? Uh. I want new Pokemon that look like they were designed before um, black and white. I uh, know I felt like the new designs kind of feel a little weird. I like I like the older type of designs. It kind of looked like uh, I don't know what the word is. 
like they kind of looked more like animals. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Uh, it'll come back to me. Yeah, the the new Pokemon definitely look inorganic compared to like um, Diamond and Pearl. They look like like they look like they would actually exist in real life. But like Pokemon like X and Y and like when they introduced like that the Pokemon that's like a sword and a shield, I was just like, okay, they're going off the deep end now. Uh, yeah, I don't know if real life's the term I would use. I feel like it would exist in that world is more organic. Yeah, more organic is a lot more of what I was looking for. Yeah, they had that one Pokemon that looked like a palm tree. That was pretty epic. All right, if you're dissing that, uh, we're going to have to have a talk. I think, I'm pretty sure that was like before Black and White, though. So that was like, that's something else. But I, I see what you're coming from, though. Yeah, I mean, like, the classic Pokemon are in blue, because that's the one I played. They were all, like, believable, except for, like, you know, some of the mechanical, like, robot Pokemon, which are less likely to exist. But then they're like, yeah, there's a tree, and it's a Pokemon, but it's actually a tree. So, okay, cool. All right, you better not be dissing Executor right now, bro, because uh, yeah. if you are, we're going to have to have a little talk. Straight up, he wants to get beat up right now. You want to get hit, Zach? A tree is a big oof. You're a big oof um moving on in new gaming news we have apparently bethesda gave away free content for fallout 76 because they're suckers and they feel bad <laughs> yeah but the game just sucks in general though so whoa whoa excuse me sir fallout 76 is an acceptable game it's def- <gasps> i'm gonna kill you uh it's definitely not what everyone expected it was gonna be but i have played it i own it um how many hours you got uh i have like 20 hours i haven't played it a lot but then again i liked fallout 4 and only put like 40 hours into it and i know you can put hundreds of hours into that game uh i'm still trying to finish it but fallout 76 is acceptable in my eyes you should anyone that has it should download the better inventory mod because the inventory is not that good managed it's not as bad as people say it is though i'll give it some points for being still fun so I think my only real question to you, Zach, is uh, how much hush money is Bethesda paying you right now? Um, <clears throat> that's top secret information. Yo, you're getting sponsored by Bethesda right now, and you're not giving us any cash. That is true. Yeah, I actually, um, speaking of that, they released an email that everyone who owns the game got the email of upcoming content for the year. They've got stuff planned. I don't know if it's paid DLC or free updates, but they've got new quests. They have a couple new game modes coming out to kind of increase the multiplayer immersion and they have new maps and characters and stuff so i'm excited to see where it goes there's definitely a lot of bugs on launch that they took care of um it's playable i like it speaking of good games but that are actually good let's talk about apex legends yeah uh oh yeah good segue good segue yeah apparently they're um they're they're giving a battle pass right brendan <clears throat> okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. So apparently, I'm sorry. I was drinking. I was drinking a gun. There was apparently a battle pass for Apex Legends, and they're gonna be new characters and shit, right? Yeah. Uh, I apparently uh, it's gonna come later next month potentially. I don't know. It, it was a leak, so it's not very trustworthy. But we'll just have to see until they announce something. But apparently, there's gonna be two new heroes or legends, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I don't know if there was a new map announced, but there's definitely going to be new heroes, new content, like guns and weapons, all that. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to. Uh, Respawn Entertainment has proved to the everyone once again, even with Titanfall 2 and this, that they're a uh, very confident developer and they're, uh, they know how to deliver to the fans. So I'm excited either way. It's a free-to-play too. If you're not playing it, just uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's free-to-play. Play it. Download it now. 
go. It's a great game. You guys should definitely get it. Me and Bennett actually got a dub today. It's pretty lit. A dub a day keeps Fortnite away. <laughs> oh. oh, actually, uh, believe it or not, the next season of Fortnite starts tomorrow, bro. Actually, tonight. It starts tonight. So uh, there's going to be an all-new battle pass. There's going to be all-new content. And there's going to be a big event that will kick off everything. Right now, uh, there's been earthquakes that's been happening all over Fortnite. It's been destroying buildings and environments. So it's all going to come to a culmination tomorrow when the big event happens. So you're telling me that Fortnite takes place in Los Angeles? Yeah, uh, they're actually going to be releasing a Dwayne Johnson skin coming out soon. It's going to come out with the jeans and the gray t-shirt. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, basically his outfit for every movie he's ever been in, so. Yo, guys, I can't wait for our roommate Nick to spend all his money on the new Battle Pass, guys. You guys, you guys hype? Big hype? Yeah, I'm going to be right next to him doing it. Let's go. Yeah, um, I remember when the Creators Club came out. And Nick was like, oh, we got to play the Creators Club. But I could play it now if I buy the Battle Pass and then bought the Battle Pass and didn't use his early access to the Creators Club. I did. And uh, let's just say I spent five minutes in it and I went back to Battle Royale because uh, you man's got a tight time schedule. Yeah, but in my opinion, dude, well, actually, I think it's like in general, Apex, Apex like games are much faster than Fortnite because you encounter people so much faster. That's why that I feel like that game is just so much better. I also think it goes faster because it has like a 60 player limit instead of a 100 player limit. And the map would, if it was, had 100 on a map that big, or I mean small, compared to like Fortnite, I feel like the games would be too chaotic, but it has just the right amount of people. Yeah, the uh, movement system in Apex Legends is also like extremely good. Like you're able to get to one side of a map to the other side extremely quickly. So like you're out of the ring, right? You can't, you don't have to like worry about having to get there in time, just like in like Fortnite. This one, you like, you just take out your fist and you just start booking it. And you're like, you speed away like a motorcycle. Yeah, and I also think it's because uh, if you don't like the character you're playing, you can switch to Legend and uh, get a different uh, set of abilities. So if you don't like one character, that doesn't mean you won't like hate the game. You'll uh, just pick a different character. Speaking of hating something, can we talk about the Oscars real fast? First, man, you definitely did not have better CGI than Avengers Infinity War. I'm just going to say the whole... Uh, Marvel community was very upset with your dub. Uh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not dissing first man. There's some good visual effects in that movie, but I just thought the way that they made Thanos look like a giant purple alien, and it was very convincible, and I didn't second guess it, was very impressive. Just very surprised that wasn't the uh, winning nomination out of all the categories. I don't know, man, because it's best visual effects, and I don't think first man had the best visual effects. I, they were good. Not the best. Oh no, yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I I just said I it's very impressive how they made Thanos a purple a purple alien, Josh Brolin, and it was very convincible. It's not all lost, those boys. Uh, Marvel did win other uh, awards. Um, so Brennan, oh if you my God, go Marvel those... took it big that night, bro. They won three. The first three ever MCU Oscars were won that night with Black Panther, and also uh kind of marvel but it's sony uh sony owned is uh, the animated movie into the spider-verse which was personally probably my top five one of my top five movies that year because that was just one of the best best not just animated movies just best movies i've ever seen it had such a good message and the storytelling uh the miller oh my god it was amazing it was one of the best movies if you have not seen it what are you doing yes dude that movie was awesome i saw it um not right when it came out, uh, about a month after, but I loved it. It was very, very good. 
I will say that's probably one of the only animated movies that almost like made me cry from one of those really sad scenes in the movie. Like there's a pretty sad scene in that movie and I was like, "Oh, oh my god, this is so sad." Not gonna lie guys, I still do have to watch the movie. Just so you Bruh. know. So uh yeah, you you, know, you you can you can talk all trash you want, but I did hear it was a good movie, so I will watch it, trust me. I will. Oh yeah, we're going to have to have a movie night, bro. That movie was amazing. Honestly, I I'm going to say it right now, it was my mm, top 3 movies last year. Like top three, so good. Yeah, top three is a good one. They all I I saw it was coming back to uh, uh theaters this weekend because of its uh, win. Um, it's there's got a couple show times coming up. I don't know if there's anywhere in this area that has it, but it will be making a quick return to the big screen. Also, uh, that yeah, same thing's going on with Black Panther because uh, they are releasing it because actually the Oscars happened right around the first year anniversary of Black Panther, and they uh, decided to do a rerun in theaters for that too. And I might actually do it because that was a really good movie to experience in theaters. Like, it's always fun to experience a movie you've seen, like, uh, on your TV. But just to go back and watch it in theaters, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, like, you feel like you're there day one. It's really nice. Speaking of movies we should watch, you guys want to go to, uh, we're going to Captain Marvel, actually. We already got our tickets and stuff. You guys big hype for that? Yeah, I'm pretty big hype. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, so there's a bunch of controversy going on. Uh, looks like Brennan's got that on his list of topics. Can you can you explain a little bit more about why everyone's raging at Brie Larson? Oh, yes. I, I can explain why all the uh, basement dwellers are making fake accounts on Rotten Tomatoes and getting mad at Brie Larson. <laughs> the basement dwellers <laughs> rise up. Yeah, so basically uh, in an interview, I forget the website, uh, Brie Larson said she wanted a more diverse press tour because uh, literally there's nothing wrong with that, just wanting a more diverse press tour, not just all white people. And uh, the internet, the um, the headline the uh, the publisher put on the internet was basically akin to Brie Larson hates white people. And everyone who saw that headline, who was uh, triggered by it, I guess, didn't guess didn't didn't see to look into the article and see what it actually said. And they started uh, spreading a copy pasta all over the internet, saying, "Oh, Brie Larson said this movie wasn't for me, so I'm refunding my ticket." Uh. And then, uh, well, you know, that didn't really work because. It's still Captain Marvel's still the third highest uh, pre-selling movie for the MCU. Uh, it's just it hasn't beaten Civil War or Infinity War yet. Those are the two movies ahead of it, but still, that's a pretty crazy accomplishment even before the movie has come out. Um, and yeah, this is kind of like the same thing that happened with Black Panther last year, and um, it's kind of just a shame to see. Even though uh, I'm not really worried, the movie's going to make a lot of money. It's going to be a good movie. I mean, Marvel hasn't yet to put out a really bad movie yet, so I don't really have a lot of uh, faith in it being bad. Yeah, we don't talk about Thor 2. But yeah, uh, I saw that it was supposed to, it was projected to make 150 million in its first weekend. Um, but is that pre-sales or is that what's what's that number coming from, do you know? No, that's just the projection. That's that's literally how much money they're projected to make the first opening weekend. Okay. So they're not going to come close to Infinity War, but I wouldn't expect them to. Infinity War made 650 million in the first 3 days, right? Yeah, and uh, actually, the predictions for Endgame came out, and they're supposed to beat out their record by thirty million. Wow. You see, uh, I think that would be the well, because Infinity War beat all kinds of records for all movies. Um, you know, biggest opening weekend of any movie ever. So if we see a seven hundred million dollar opening weekend from Endgame, that would be incredible. Not gonna lie, I would not put it past them. They may they reached two billion with Infinity War. Do you realize how big a number that is? That is ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane. Um, 
uh, what's the budget for this new one? I heard it was about five hundred million a piece. Yeah, so they ended up putting one billion into um, the movie spread out, so it was five hundred million for uh, uh, Infinity War, and it's going to be five hundred million for this. But literally, uh, they've already made their money back. They they have already made their money back with just one of them. So imagine how much money they're going to gain from Infin- from uh, Endgame. It's it, it's ludicrous. Yeah, Endgame is pure profit, which yeah, that's wild. I cannot think of another instance in like cinema history where this has been done before, where literally they make all their money. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think this franchise is going to be like what, probably three, three and a half billion dollars profit between the two movies. Yeah, Black Panther also made a billion too. Like all these IPs, like billion dollar IPs, like Disney is not going anywhere with Marvel. They're going to try and make sure. Well, obviously, they're going to end the original Six's uh, Avengers story with Endgame, and they're going to usher in like new characters for the next generation of Marvel. But they're going to keep finding fresh and new ways to keep telling these stories. Jesus Christ, if me and Zach work for a Marvel dude, we'd be set for life, basically. Yes, I want to get into, I was talking to a couple professors about it, like trying to find the common ground between what we're working on and what a movie CGI artist would be working on. And I... I think it'd be really, really cool to just get into like CGI for movies, designing characters and creatures. And I really like special effects, but that's a whole different pipeline. So I think, you know, my degree is not related to that, but it's you could transfer some of the skills. Oh, yeah. And uh, I actually follow the design team at Marvel a lot. Um, sometimes Marvel, what they'll do, they'll uh, they will outsource to different companies to do their uh, CGI as well. So uh, the company, actually for Spider-Man Far From Home, they hired the people who did ro- like the whole Planet of the Apes series with um with Andy Serkis. That was the star of them. And oh my God, I I can you can already tell like the CGI is gonna be amazing because of what the work they did on those films. And like if they got that talent onto the Spider-Man film, it's gonna be a really good looking film. Yeah, I went to go see the um the triple feature when the third Planet of the Apes movie came out, and seeing the difference between the last, the newest one. CGI of those apes and just like especially the close-ups where you can see each of the hairs on their face and the the eyes and everything versus the first one they've made a lot of progress the third one had extraordinary CGI it was nominated for a couple of awards right for that yeah and it's also funny that you bring that up because that's literally uh, the start and the end of the uh, second film is like the focus on the eyes like it shows you the change of like what that character went through through the beginning and end it's like oh I could go on it ah that Planet of the Apes is also one of my favorite movies that have come out recently, like that whole trilogy. It's really good. Yeah, the third one was excellent. That was a good end to the trilogy. Rip my boy Caesar. Rip. Probably going to have to edit that out. That's like spoiling the movie. Yeah, it's been out long enough. I think if the movie's out for more than six months, you can say whatever you want. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Eh. All right. What else we got? Any more gaming topics or should we move on to some tech news? Yes, there actually is a gaming topic. Uh, so Mortal Kombat 11 announced another character, uh, Johnny Cage, returning character. He's one of my favorite in the series. He's very charismatic, very funny. He's like a movie star. And uh, that actually works with the fighting style they put him in. Like he, it kind of, he uses like uh, the movie star, like um, just quips and everything throughout his fight. And uh, they showed off what his fatality was going to look like. And it is honestly the most creative fatality I've ever seen in a Mortal Kombat game. Literally, it's um, it's like on the set of a movie set and um, movie set. I did not. Uh, yeah, hold on. Movie set. All right. So it's like on the set of a movie set, and they just keep rehearsing the fatality on the guy, but he keeps taking it every time. It, it it's really funny. 
uh, when is that? When is that game coming out? It's it not comes out, out yet, in April. But uh, yeah, it's very, very releasing very soon. Like literally within two months. All right, so I have a couple cool things, uh, some news, and then an interesting story um, about Lenovo and their uh, customer service, which is really trash, or at least my experience with it, which I'll get into. But we've got USB 3.2 is going to be pretty sweet. So we have, um, you know, USB-C 3.1 right now, which has a 10 gigabytes per second transfer speed from one USB 3.1 device to another. So USB 3.2 is going to double that 20 gigabytes per second transfer speed, uh, which is going to allow us to, you know, move files very quickly. But not only that, we're going to be looking at external graphics cards and possibly other external peripherals hooking up to a laptop with a 3.2 enabled Thunderbolt port. And you'll be able to get much lower latency, the same performance as a desktop on your laptop. You'll be able to hook up storage devices, um, maybe more than one graphics card. It's pretty epic coming in uh, with a 3.2. That's going to come out later this year. So we'll have to see the real world performance and how quickly it gets adopted. USB standards get pretty much as soon as it's out the newer laptops are going to have it so it shouldn't be too long and then after that you'll get your accessories so i'm excited for that especially for the external graphic cards because right now although they are good they are still limited in what they can do so it's going to really open it up i i just want to mention the gmail update for the app the gmail app looks really nice now they've updated their design language to the android 9 pi all their flat color icons and cleaner style. I just really like it. Have you guys got that update yet? I actually, uh, that update's been in my queue for a little while. I just got to re, I have just have not been able to update it yet. I've just been putting it off. Actually, yeah, I did get the update. It does look clean. It looks like really slick. Everything's where it should be, basically. It's really nice, actually. I think I've, I've had, I got it, but I just didn't realize it. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, oh, you know, Gmail just looks a little bit different. looks pretty cool. Not bad. <laughs> Yeah, so we've seen all the Google apps slowly updating. Google Photos got the update a little bit ago for the 9Pi language. Um, a couple other things along the way. But it's interesting. The Android 9, is they kind of cut down on a lot of their design, and they just flattened everything, and it looks so much better now. I love it. The flat colors, no shadows where you don't need them, big circular um, tools. Me and Brendan have been using it for a little bit on our phones and I think Dennis is getting it soon because he has the S8 so it'll be next month. Squad, oh, I thought you were squad. referring to another update because uh, I don't know what your carrier is, Zach, but I actually just received another update for Samsung and I haven't updated it yet. That's what I meant by putting that off. The update that you're talking about though, yes, I am enjoying it immensely. Yeah, well, there's two updates. So the the actual software update for the phones came out a little bit ago, but I'm talking about the actual Gmail app got an update. So it just looks slightly different. They got their own UI update in the app. And that looks, it's on the same design language as the OS now. But yeah, they're both the same update, but one was for the app and one was for the whole operating system. They're all getting the same treatment. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah I understand what you're saying now. I don't think I've gotten the Gmail one though. Yeah, so something to look out for. Pretty cool. Unless you don't use the Gmail app, in which case it doesn't matter. Uh, S10, the Galaxy S10, you guys heard it in the bonus episode. Talking about it looks really cool, looks really powerful. Everyone has been giving it rave reviews so far. It's as good as they say it is. The cameras are great. The speed is nice. The screen is fantastic. It charges uh, the other the other devices as well as they said it does. 
Um, the only issue with it is you won't be able to use a glass screen protector because the glass messes up the uh, ultrasonic scanner for your finger through the screen. However, you can use a film screen protector and still have it work. Uh, Marquez Brownlee, was, he had a video, up, I believe, yesterday or the day before talking all about that. He did a couple tests. Kind of a bummer if you're into the glass screen protectors, but you at least will be able to put something on there. So I'm wondering if you guys, would that be a turnoff for you, not being able to put a piece of glass on your phone, or would you still get it and then just deal with film or no protector? Oh, in light of uh, today's recent events involving my phone, I uh, I think I might want to put glass on it. Um, I, I'm actually okay with not having a screen protector because I actually don't have one on my phone right now, and like it's perfectly fine. As long as you don't throw a beach ball at your phone like Brendan did and drops to the ground like a truly like the true idiot it really is. I okay, we're going to do a little clarification here. Uh, I did not intentionally throw the beach ball there and with the intention of it falling down. I was just throwing around my beach ball. And uh, you know what? It just so happened to hit my phone. Interesting. Okay. Um, you guys got any more? Uh, yeah, so more news. The Galaxy Fold already out of date, boys. Here we go. The Huawei Mate X just came out. And it's a folding phone, but it looks way better than the Galaxy Fold. It's a, it's one big screen that folds in half, uh, like bending an iPad mini in half with the screen on the outside. So you can use one side or the other of the phone depending on what you're trying to do and then open it up and it's a big screen. But it has a, uh, like probably a three quarters of an inch to one inch bezel along the side, kind of like a handle where you'd hold it when the tablet's open and it houses some cameras and stuff. But then the rest of the screen just folds around so you don't have this like gross looking small screen on the front that opens up to have a second screen. It's just one big screen that folds in half, which I think is a much better design. However, it does cost $2,600 and will probably never be released in North America. So oh, we're going to have to is, deal with Yeah, I just looked up now. a video on it. It looks so good. So much better. They fixed that small screen problem. Yeah, they've already updated the design. They've already got it. Uh, it's pretty cool. But the thing is, if you drop it, and hit the corner of that thing, your phone is done. So I think, you know, Samsung's got a good idea where they have separate screens, and that if you drop it, you may not destroy the whole thing, but they need to work out whatever's going on with the front because it's gross right now. Holy crap, yeah. Like, if you drop a folding phone, oh my God. Unless, like, the, the, the screen is, like, super thick and, like, it's, like, basically its own screen protector. If you drop a folding phone, I feel like you just break it at that point. Yeah, that would be the end of it. Um, and one other thing we were talking about is cases for that phone is probably not going to be good. Like there either won't be cases or there's going to be really slim cases that just kind of protect the frame. Unless you design a folding case, which I guess you could do if you put some sleeving on the side. We'll have to see what people come out with. Uh, we've got remappable Bixby button coming in full support for the Samsung phones. Who's hyped for that? Yeah, fuck the, the freaking Bixby button, dude. This It's such a useless button on the side of our phone. Like... If you can remap this, this would be amazing, and I, I'm really hyped for that. I I really don't see the point in having a Bixby button. It's uh I feel like it's one of the most useless things Samsung has done, because out of my time, I think the only time I've ever used Bixby button is when I accidentally press it. Yeah, accidentally hitting it is really obnoxious. Um, so you'll be able to remap it. I don't know if you can shut it off. You can shut it off now, but Samsung with the S10 out of the box is going to have remappable Bixby and then they're pushing updates to the older phones to add it. So you can set it to your camera or the Google Assistant or if you open Snapchat all the time, you can do that. 
I just have Snapchat in my edge panel, so it's just as fast as hitting a button. But yes, it'll be very nice, and you won't have to download some janky third-party app like BX Actions or whatever it's called. Next, we have the LG G8 coming out this year uh, with an interesting form of unlock um, called Palm ID or Hand ID. I don't remember which one it was, but it scans your hand and reads the blood flow and veins in your hand build a unique sign-in of your hand to log into the phone and then there's a sensor where you can like go all star trek with it and like turn invisible buttons with your hand and do swipes and stuff it seems pretty much useless to me the only time i would use it if it was like my phone was on the table and i didn't want to pick it up to press the fingerprint reader but you could just buy the galaxy s10 with your in-screen fingerprint reader and you'd be fine it's kind of cool niche thing they still do have the fingerprint reader um but I, I think they're just reaching for like oh you can unlock it with your hand or your face just put your elbow in the phone it will unlock it with your elbow you know i mean it sounds cool and i in theory but i feel like the fingerprint idea is just so much more quicker yeah it is a lot faster the hand id takes probably three or four seconds to, to get you into the phone which is too long I still like the idea of a, a DNA unlock where you spit on your phone and that unlocks the phone. <laughs> yeah, think it? about it. Uh, you're going to literally be the only person on the planet, unless someone else has your DNA, then that's that's a whole other problem. But you're going to be the only one who can unlock your phone. So you're going to be in public and then people are just going to watch you spit on your phone. They're going to be like, what the hell is this kid doing? <laughs> this guy's just spitting on his phone over and over again well, I mean, to try you don't to have unlock to spit. it. You can also like use a hair, like a hair, like you can pull hair out and put it on your phone, and that'll unlock it too. I mean, what if you're just holding your phone and anytime you're holding it, it's unlocked? That'd be much easier. Uh, I, I don't really think so. No. 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 Okay. You actually just have to slam the phone on your forehead, and actually, it'll know what forehead. Whose forehead slam it against? And it'll actually yeah, I mean, Dennis, wouldn't you agree? It's much more quicker to just spit on your phone to unlock it instead of like just off. I don't know, using a fingerprint. Dude, at the end of the day, if I have to spit on my phone every time to unlock it, I'd be like out of spit. You guys were getting parched during the day, like <clears throat> I can't, I can't talk right now. I need to save it for my phone. Okay, all jokes aside, though, I can totally see Samsung or someone doing, like, a DNA unlock. Just, like, not even as a joke. I could see him totally, like, implementing just as, like, a flex. Just a flex on everybody? Yeah. They already are doing that with their the new fingerprint reader. It scans for blood flow. So if someone chops off your finger and tries to use it to get into the phone, it's not going to find any blood flow, and they won't be able to get in with your severed finger. Yeah, see, that... That's insane. Like, like j just the whole joke of the DNA thing. Like, they're actually doing it. it it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, you know, to unlock Samsung phones, they actually have to prick your blood every time. They need a blood sample. Yeah. And at the same time, they can check your blood sugar, too. They could build it right into the Samsung Health app. Be awesome. And then, yeah, I can get into my story about the Lenovo customer service if you guys are ready for this story. Go ahead, big boy. Go ahead, all you. So Lenovo customer service um, is big trash, like big time trash. And uh, so at work, we needed a service computer so we can start doing some repairs on computers, you know, swapping hard drives for SSDs and writing images and stuff. We need a Windows PC. Right now we only have Macs. So we order the Lenovo tiny PC, you know, the little compact you can put it right under the desk. They're pretty cool. We paid, uh, it was like $700 for the computer and the mount and a keyboard and whatever else. 
And he said, okay, you know, this is going to take three weeks to ship because it's a custom-built computer. We're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. This is what we want. We're going to wait the three weeks. Three weeks or two and a half weeks pass, I guess. We get an email. Oh, your order has been delayed. It'll ship within 30 days. Okay. Well, that's a little bit crazy. I mean, how hard is it to put together a little computer like that? You know, there it's a pretty standard build. There's nothing wild about it. But okay, we'll wait. 30 days comes and goes. We call Lenovo a couple times. We're like, hey, where's our computer? Oh, we'll get back to you. Okay. They never get back to us. We call them again. Here's our order number. Where's the computer? Don't hang up on us. We need to know. Oh, we have no idea. We don't know where the computer is. It's delayed another 30 days. Like, okay, this is a little bit ridiculous. I guess we'll just wait and see what happens. I know it's been 60 days. We ordered it on December 18th. It is now February 27th, and we just canceled it last week. We, we still hadn't got it. So we're like, I called the lady. I was like, yeah, we need to cancel this order. We have not got the PC. This is a little bit crazy. She's like, oh, you want me to check on your order? And I was like, no. We, you don't know where it is. We've already asked. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We'll cancel it. We had already received the mount in the mail that this computer goes on for the wall. And the rule with returns is if it's been 30 days since you bought it, you can't return it. So I was like talking to this lady. I was like, yeah, we need a return for this because we have no use for it. And it's kind of your guy's fault that it's been more than 30 days and we want to return it now. They're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, we'll we'll put in a request for it. It'll you'll get a shipping label in two days. I was like, all right, cool, thank you. Uh, that was nine days ago. So I called them again today, and I was like, all right, we canceled the order. We don't have a shipping label. What's up? The lady goes, oh, let me put you on hold. I said, okay. Sat on hold, and mind you, this is after fighting with their phone system for fifteen minutes to get to a person. After pressing zero the first time, they said, please hold so we can connect you to a person. And then they hung up on me. So I called them a second time and talked to this lady. And she goes, yeah, so I need to talk to the original lady that you talked to. And she's on break right now. You need to give us an hour. And I was like, all right, you have until seven when I leave to call me back. Okay. And they email me like 40 minutes later. They didn't even call me back. The original woman I talked to emailed me and goes, sorry, no shipping label for you. So sad. It's been 30 days. Uh, not our fault. It's our policy. It's like, oh, okay. Are we at least going to get a refund? Sorry, no. It's been 30 days. It's like, oh, okay. So we waited 60 days for a computer that never arrived. Nobody knew where it was. They didn't give us shipping tracking on it. They didn't let us return the uh, original mount. They didn't bother to call me back, and they're not going to give us a refund for the mount. So Lenovo gets a 0 out of 10. I even stayed on the line to take their survey and gave them 1s. So anyone looking to buy a Lenovo computer should buy something else. That is my rant. Wow. I, I actually don't even know how to respond to that. That is some of the worst customer service I've ever heard. Yeah. Big booty. Yeah. Um, honestly, dude, your story reminds me of when I was trying to order my first laptop. That's not this laptop I have currently. So basically what happened was I was looking up some laptops that I need because it was like, I didn't have a good laptop and I needed one for game design. I need like a good one. Right. So I was looking at laptops and, um, I ordered one off this website. 
it was off like the the company website too. I don't know. I forget which one it was, but it was like a lot of people had one. So um, you know, I ordered it right. So it's about this one's about like seven hundred ish, or like a little bit more than that. But um, they said they 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 said I, I. So what happened was I ordered it a week or like a few days before I left on vacation, and I was on vacation for a week. So I, I asked them I'm like, oh, can you like hold the shipping till I get back from vacation? And then they came back. They're like. Oh, you know, it's gonna take like you know, like two weeks about to get to you. So I'm like, okay, perfect. So, or no, they said like it's about a week and a day or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, perfect. That's basically when I'm gonna get home. So, my what I was thinking was, as soon as I arrive home, I'm gonna get my new laptop and I'm gonna be chilling. Um, what happened was, I get home, I get no notification about any laptop coming in. I check the status of my laptop. It says that they sent it. I'm putting this in quotes right now. They've sent it. Right, so I'm like, okay, this must be late or something. So I give them another week. Still hasn't, you know, came yet. Um, again, it still says the same exact thing that they've sent it. So now at this point, I'm getting worried because it's about like, this is about like two weeks before school starts, and I need this. I need this laptop. So I wait about like four more days ish, and I'm kind of getting worried because I'm getting no word. So I email them, and I, I ask them like, oh, you know, I, I ordered this laptop, and it's supposed to come in soon. Um, can you get me like, you know, can you tell me what's going on with this? And they're like, all right, yeah, let me just get back to you on that. So, you know, you know, they, they don't, they haven't emailed me yet. Um, so I call them back. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yes, guys. So I kind of need this laptop soon. And they're like, oh, okay, let me just check the status of your, 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 your package. So I'm like, all right, sweet. So they put me on hold for like, like 15 minutes. And then this lady comes back on. She's like, oh yeah, apparently according to our uh, system, it's already been delivered to you. And I'm like, um, I don't see no laptop. It nothing. I got no notification about it being delivered to me. She's like, "Well, in our system, it says it's apparently been delivered," and I'm like, "Are you sure? Is it at the right place?" And she's like, "Yes, it's at Malden." She did say Malden wrong. This was a chick that said Malden wrong, um, and I, I'm like, "Well, I, it didn't get delivered to me, and I don't have it yet. So either one of two things can happen." You like express ship me a laptop that I've already paid for, or you give me a fucking refund like right away. Cause I need this laptop. I'm like a week away from school. I really need this laptop. This is like important to my major, basically. And so she's like, Oh, well, if we're gonna send you another one, it's gonna take you about, it's gonna take us about another two weeks. So I'm like, Ah, yeah, nah. So I just get, I asked for the refund, and my parents are like super chill about it. They're like, Oh, you know, we're, we can, we'll, we'll help you pay for a new laptop. So they take me off to like some Best Buy somewhere in like New Hampshire because of sales tax in Massachusetts. Hey, sales and, tax for New Hampshire. And um, we we go to this Best Buy. We order. We get this like new laptop that I'm using right now, which is pretty chill. And it's like a, a definite upgrade from the laptop I was gonna get because this one's like a thousand ish, and the one I was gonna get was seven hundred. And my parents are like, "Oh, you know, you can just pay us back um, whenever you get the money." And uh, I got the refund, and they. My parents never asked for a payback, so I, so I was just chilling. But yeah, that was the story of my laptop and my experience with that. It was stupid. Was that a Lenovo laptop? Honestly, honestly, dude, it might have been. I'm not sure myself, though. Lenovo's getting exposed here on TMI. Uh, I will say I haven't had such a bad experience, but um, I remember I ordered a graphics card through Best Buy because I had a lot of in-store credit I wanted to use there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm finally going to upgrade my Rinky Dink uh, graphics card. And uh, 
I did, but it took it, it just kept getting delayed. So basically, I waited two months for it, and that was back when the whole Bitcoin mining situation was at an all-time high. So all the graphic cards just kept getting bought out, and it was just such a bad delay. Yeah, I remember that was when we still worked at Staples together, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna pick up my graphics card tomorrow," and then two days later, when I worked, we just like, "Oh, how's the graphics card?" You're like, "Oh, it was delayed again," and that probably happened what three or four times before you finally got it. Oh yeah, you. If you remember that, the struggle was uh, every week I get an email like, "Oh, your your package is on the way." I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" And then uh, I get a call from Best Buy. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, those were dark times, definitely. I, I guess you know some. So there's just a mail genie out there just taking mail. Although Lenovo was really screwing us, they're like. They didn't even pretend that they had shipped it to us. They're like, yeah, we don't know where it is. It's like, oh, awesome. Cool. But there's like a secret division within uh, Lenovo's customer service titled the anti-customer service. And it's like out of one every 100 calls you'll get, you'll get linked to them. And they just make your life a living hell. Yes, dude, it's so bad. When I put a one in their survey, they stop you and they're like, you just entered a one. Please remember that nine is the highest rank and one is the lowest. Would you like to re-enter? <laughs> I was like, no, I hit a one again. And basically the automated system was like, oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. Let me ask you another question. One as well. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. I felt pretty good just putting ones into the automated system. It was epic. Yo, you should have just kept creating more accounts. Just keep, keep creating more ones. Oh, yeah. I could just keep calling up, asking an arbitrary question, getting my answer quickly to get to the survey, and then leave more ones. That would be fantastic. We should all do it. We should set up a botnet to leave ones on Lenovo customer service until they have to just close. Yeah, you could uh, You could do exactly what those angry neckbeards are doing to Captain Marvel. Yeah, they, they actually uh, shut off the review system on Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. They were just bombing the website with fake reviews. Yeah. This uh, same thing that YouTube's trying to pull with getting rid of the dislike button. Like, oh, we we only want to know how many people liked the the video. <laughs> you guys got any uh, ending remarks before we end this podcast? Anything else you guys want to say? Uh, there was a couple things I had earlier, but I forgot what they were. Yeah, I don't know, Brandon. You got anything else for us? Uh, I know Dennis has a huge, ginormous announcement he wants to make next. I'll just, I'll put it to him. Yeah, what's up, Dennis? Uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the TMI podcast. Um, shout out to anyone who listened to our earlier podcast. The first one wasn't that good compared to our bonus episode, but um, thank you to listening, and uh, we're gonna sign off. You guys want to say your goodbyes? I'll uh, I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Yeah. See ya.